0: You are listening to the Commerce Insights with Woolman podcast, where inspiring industry experts share their experiences and insights with us. We are here to bust the myth that commerce is complex, dull and difficult. I am your host Jacinda. Let's make commerce easy and exciting together. So welcome to another episode of Commerce Insights podcast by Woolman. Today's special episode is recorded live in Las Vegas, shop talk day number two. Um, uh, today I will cover all the morning discussions and also what, what kind of uh, meetings and discussions I've had um, with the exhibition hall and our partners there. Um, the positive part of today has been definitely the fact that, uh, as I was yesterday complaining that the, uh, the event feels a bit like North America focused. now it's completely flipped uh, the way around. So much more people enter the, uh, the premises and it's been nice to see so many Europeans here and people all the way from Asia, Australia and so on. So that has definitely been a blessing. Um this morning started uh from my part when I joined a, a really good uh discussion where where Rick Watson, uh the consultant, um on on, uh, experience within e-commerce, had a a discussion on headless. When should you go headless? Is headless a good thing or bad thing? And then uh, there was a discussion on a a customer case who had chosen headless. Uh, absolutely have to praise Rick, Uh, such a great guy. And you can definitely hear that he has tons of knowledge in e-commerce for a long time period. And sort of to refer that in a nutshell, you should only go headless if you really want to and you can afford it and you're re- uh, ready for a long PL process that takes typically 18 months or more. And um, the, the issue Rick has seen in, in many cases is that brands don't really understand what, what headless is in some ways. Their CIO maybe recommends headless and then they are sort of uh, stuck stuck there and the, the issue also in headless uh, executions is that uh you need to maintain them and that can be uh, really expensive however if you really want to push for, for ultimate speed or, or or being um very much customizable then headless might be a solution for you but i think uh rich was rick was really well, uh, pushing and, and sort of like showing the grounds that when it's a good way to think about it um, uh, and that you should really much have time and resources uh, when, when looking for that and that if you are doing headless um, e-commerce uh, storefronts and, and solutions that um, you shouldn't do them all custom made that uh, if you are building operations on these microservices it always takes time and, and it's also a people operation which was a great uh, great analysis by him. Then after that I joined another uh another episode uh um, sort of like uh related on the topic of data and, and it was from Googles and they were telling that uh Google is actually uh the Google Cloud BP uh, pointed out that uh they are actually doing some changes uh, on the Google search in the in the close future and that we have only touched the surface with AI That, uh, as example uh, Google searches aren't actually that much personalized yet and there is still still a way to go and and that uh, they had done an analysis that people still shop with the same way with the same funnel but it includes typically five different platforms during last holiday era so people are bouncing here and there and And it's it's a bit tough to track what actually happens during that shopping journey before the actual purchase is being made and she encouraged uh, sort of like brands to to stay on top with ai and data and that data will be the fuel of e-commerce not only now but also in the future so data gathering and understanding the data is vital to every single e-commerce um, now and in the in the very future there was also an important notice that if and when you are in retail there are no models how you can follow the conversions uh that, that happen uh on on physical storefronts as well so a uh, very uh inspirational speech in that end um after that i joined a, a lunch discussion that was uh sponsored by mastercard there was j crew uh, the very well-known american fashion brand as an example and there was just like initial discussions about data the importance of data and how should you use data on your a daily work stream and what kind of decisions they had done um, i think that it was sort of like overall interesting discussion not in groundbreaking but very much uh, pushes to that direction that also european brands should heavily invest in data and, and find ways to make that key part of their business that you can't analyze data only now or then but it should be a ongoing process and it's not only a, a process that a data team or data in which individual uh should take but it should be a ongoing discussion with the business people as well and therefore from my end as, as a woman employee and and have believer in data and our data management platform ellis i think there was a a a definite touch point there um then uh, after 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 that session there was the opening of exhibition hall and uh, it was massive. Um, it it was it was interesting to see something like 50, uh, more than five thousand people running in and, and uh, going to meet uh, colleagues and stands and just strolling around. Uh, it was uh, quite an experience, so to put it. Um, I met with some of our partners from, as example, Clavio, Yotpo. Uh, Shopify, uh, recharge, and others, and uh, that was uh, truly a a pleasure. Um, then the afternoon started with something that we haven't ever seen in retail. There was there were these like meetups, which are like one on one discussions that you could then book beforehand in Shop Talk app, and that was massive. That was so massive. I've never seen it. So when I took some photos and videos, it was like <laughs> quite an experience to. Um, remember some really interesting discussions there with potential partners and, and even few brands um for from all over the world so during these upcoming uh uh days today and, and tomorrow they will have more than 50 on one one-on-one meetup discussions so uh quite, quite the networking if i would quickly recap on on what i learned from these discussions then i think like number one is that shopify is running very strong like overall looking at, at the financial side investor side uh brand side partner side shopify has been doing really good decisions and, and that they seem to be on a, a really good role um, uh, sort of like the interesting part from Shopify send, or or the 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 thing that I noticed in the discussions is that people were not aware of Shopify markets, especially in the US markets Is a functionality that the majority have no clue. Shopify's B two B is much more known functionality, which is uh, interesting, and. Um, Overall, what really surprised me that I met with some um, brands and retailers who are running really old platforms, even though they are located in the U.S., so Drupal and um, others, and they have only now adopted that, hey, I should really push to, to, to D2C to or I should really uh, try to make sure that I would be investing in e-commerce in a way. And quite many said that they had been struggling, especially if they are a manufacturer. Uh, to jump into the D2C space and would uh, definitely like require uh, additional assistance and help. And just to recap today, we also had a great, great podcast session recorded with Tim co-founder of Dot Digital. So there will be a special episode shot here and recorded here at Shop Talk. So tune in. And tomorrow will be Shop Talk Day number three. Vegas, over and out.